0: My name is Ann Bradley Thomas, and I will be facilitating Praying the Psalms today electronically in place of meeting together on May 10th. There's been a Contemplative Sunday School class meeting in the Harlan Prayer Room since August 2019. This semester, we picked Praying the Psalms as our focus to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Today, we will be praying Psalm 19. Before starting today, take a step towards moving away from your head space to your heart space and set an intention for your time today. Setting an intention is not a task to mark off and there's not a right answer. It might be a question that arises that you will try to remember as you go about praying the Psalms. It might be simply to set aside this time today is your intention. For me, I set mine in preparing this recording after reading Alan Septon's poem that he wrote after reflecting on the psalm and reading words by W.S. Merwin. Alan is a member of Ida Wild and the Contemplative Group. His poem helped me set the intention to bring all of me to the Lord today. I will pause after reading the poem for you to reflect on your intention today. Give thanks for sitting on a riverbank, for girls in dress, for the mess of living daily, for forgiving while there is time. Crime reminds us all to find the human condition, a rendition of our fallen state. At any rate, I still give thanks. My experience ranks as profound. I do not make much sound. There is a deeper meaning in everything. I look at the drink stains on my kitchen wood grain and bedroom carpet, still wet from yesterday's tears. My fears I acknowledge is human. This can be sobering and freeing. Anything depends on how you look at it. At all the nooks. If you have a candle, light it to remind you of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Before beginning, spend a minute centering yourself to this time today. Think of this, as, this time as a simple prayer. The goal of this simple prayer is not to be proficient, not to concentrate too hard. Become aware of your body. Sit any way that allows you to be relaxed. Take two or three deep breaths. Focus your mind and your heart. Gather your energies in your heart. Humbly acknowledge that you are in the presence of God. Try to be totally open and rest in God's presence. Spend a minute in this simple, silent prayer. Perhaps let your prayer be that you repeat to God be the glory on your exhales. Laurel Dolan, an Idaho member and part of the Contemplative Group, shared a prayer for us to use to open our time today. It's from the book, A Tree Full of Angels, by Makrina Wideraker. All seeing one, above me, around me, within me. Be my seeing as I read these sacred words. Look down upon me, look out from within me, look all around me. See through my eyes, hear through my ears, feel through my heart. Touch me where I need to be touched. And when my heart is touched, give me the grace to lay down this holy book and ask significant questions. Why has my heart been touched? How am I to be changed through this touch? All seeing one, I need to change. I need to look a little more like you. May these sacred words change and transform me. Amen. This month, the focus has been on creation psalms. Today, we will read Psalm 19 through three times, and you'll have an extended time for reflection and prayer after the third reading. Each reading will be from a different version. One will be from the NRSV, which you're used to reading, One will be from the Book of Common Prayer, which was translated so it could be used for reciting the psalms in unison or in a chant. The last version will be from Nan Merrill, which was written to be a companion to the Hebrew scripture of one age speaking with a later age. After I read the psalm, rest in silence. Silence encourages a conversation between God and us where we listen to God more than we speak. The notes before the Psalms in the above Psalm 19 says to the choir master, a Psalm of David. Eugene Peterson in his book, Answering God, reminds us that these Psalms, that the Psalms teach us to pray are all of them prayers of a people gathered as a community before God and worship. They are liturgical left to ourselves we are more we are never more selfish than when we pray with god as the great sympathizer the great giver the great promiser we go to our knees and indulge every impulse for gratification but the psalms teach us to pray teach us to pray never leave leave it to ourselves they embed all our prayers in litur- liturgy Liturgy defends us against the commonest disease of prayer, the tyranny of our emotions, the isolationism of our pride. Liturgy pulls our prayers out of the tiresome business of looking after ourselves and into the exhilarating enterprise of seeing and participating in what God is doing. God wants us outside the walls that quarantine us in our ego sickness. He pulls us into the great dance of grace in which we find ourselves moving rhythmically and joyfully with partner after partner in community. Listen now to the psalm and rest in reflection for a minute. The heavens are telling the glory of God and the filament proclaim his handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words, their voice is not heard, yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes forth like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hid from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The ordinance of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired than they are gold. Even more, much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern his errors? Clear thou me from hidden faults. Keep back thy servant also from thy presumptuous sins. Let them not be dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my rock and my Redeemer. I will now read from the Book of Common Prayer, and we'll again rest in a short period of silence before the last reading. Practice listening before praying during this time. Listen for a word or phrase that stands out to you and spend time focusing on it during the silence. Peterson also also wrote that while the Psalms certainly originated in solitude, they were used as prayers of people gathered as a community before God in worship. And then all of them have been continued in solitude. The Psalms are another example of both and. Listen for a word or phrase that stands out to you and reflect on how does it speak to you in community and in solitude. Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the filament shows his handiwork. One day tells its tale to another, and one night imparts knowledge to another. Although they have no words or language, and their voices are not heard, their sound has gone out into all lands, and their message to the ends of the world. In the deep has he set a pavilion for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom out of his chamber. It rejoices like a champion to run its course. It goes forth from the uttermost edge of the heavens and runs about to the end of it again. Nothing is hidden from its burning heat. The law of the Lord is perfect and revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the innocent. The statutes of the Lord are just and rejoice the heart. The commandments of the Lord is clear and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired than gold, more than much fine gold, sweeter far than honey, than honey in the comb. By them also is your servant enlightened, in keeping them there is a great reward. Who can tell all? how often he offends? Cleanse me from my secret faults. Above all, keep your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not get dominion over me. Then shall I be whole and sound and innocent of a great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I will now read Nan Merrill's version, but this time we will rest in silence for six minutes. I will ring a bell halfway through the time. I started the new year by adding the practice of reading a psalm a day in order. I looked back in my journal at my reflections back before the pandemic in January 19th. After reading the psalm and walking the labyrinth, I reflected on why do I have to get lost to find God? My brain wants a blueprint, a straight line, a quick fix to guide me. Yet my soul doesn't. It likes the slow road. As you reflect on the psalm, focus on the phrase that speaks to you. Focus on your breathing. Focus on listening for the path your soul is longing you to take. Also keep in mind that in the psalm, creator, love, heart, beloved are capitalized. Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of the Creator. The filament proclaims the handiwork of love. Day to day speech pours forth and night to night knowledge is revealed. There is no speech nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet does their music resound through all the earth and their words echo to the ends of the world. In them a tent for the sun is set, which is like a bride and a groom on their wedding night, as they sing love's song and celebrate the dance of life. Its rising is an eternity in its circuit to infinity, infinity. Nothing is hidden from the sunlight. The law of love is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of love is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of love are right, rejoicing the heart. The authority of love is pure, enlightening the eyes. The spirit of love is glorious, enduring forever. The rights of love are true, awakening compassion. More to be desired than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey in the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them are the loving guided. In keeping them, there is great reward. But who can discern their own weaknesses? Cleanse me, O love, from all my hidden faults. Keep me from boldly acting in error. Let my fears and illusions not have dominion over me. Then shall I become a beneficial presence, freely and fully surrendered to your love. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart find favor in your heart, O my beloved, my strength and my joy. ask yourself what did you hear god saying to you in the psalm today where did you find god in the silence what path is your soul calling to you how did you hear how did you answer god Offer up a silent prayer of thanksgiving before I close us in prayer. Laura also picked out a prayer for our closing today. It was written by Thomas A. Kempis, who who was born in 1380. Write thy blessed name, O Lord, upon my heart there to remain so indebtedly engraved that no prosperity, no adversity shall ever move me from thy love. Be thou to me a strong power of defense, a comforter in tribulation, a deliverer in distress, a very present help in trouble, and a guide to heaven, through the many temptations and dangers of this life. Amen.